Tequila! What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ben. And I'm Alan. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. We back, y'all. Another episode, episode two of our podcast. This is our media property for Southwest Syrup, and we just here. Mm-hmm. Ben, yeah. how you feeling? I'm a little upset. I know you mad, <laughs> bro. Like, tell 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 the streets about this story before we get into the festival. Tell the streets about what just happened. Well, we went to a, a tequila festival last week, so to keep the good times rolling, I was going to go to another one this week. I was going to bring uh, this dude with me. He's like, "No, I got plans." I was like, "All right, well, I'm not going to go." He's like, "No, still go, still go." So after I paid for the ticket. They was like, no, the, f- the festival is not until October. So now I want my money back because I'm not waiting until, you know how many things I can do up until October? Get out of here with all that. Then this dude had the audacity to be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't buy a ticket. Really? Really? My bad, man, because yeah, times are hard. Whatever. But listen, you're going to get the money back and we can't do we Then can't, it was we, like, you ain't going to get the money back either. Ha ha. My bad. He ain't shit. Y'all. I, no, I, I have don't, faith. Don't, don't, don't take none of this uh, smooth smiling. He ain't shit. I feel like Bernie Madoff's grandson might have been the uh, promoter of this. Hopefully, whoever, because it was because it, it really was. I feel like whatever you were looking at did say this Saturday. I want and my money back. I don't care. There's only twenty seven dollars. I want my twenty seven dollars <laughs> back. This, I was gonna go to Kroger and get some food. Now it's like, oh God, what do I have at home to eat? I'm gonna give a bad review, Ben. If there's any place, if this this company has a physical location, I promise you, if you need me to give a bad review, I will. I appreciate you. Thank so you. listen, we're gonna get into it. The Guac y Margie's yes tequila yes. festival. We went to a tequila festival in Atlanta because there were brands there. People who are passionate about tequila, and we just wanted to go and let people know about Southwest Syrup. So, Ben, what was your favorite uh, part of the festival? Oh, the tequila most definitely, but also learning about all the different tequilas because I had seen them. Because you know, I'm not a virgin when it comes to alcohol. I've pretty much had them all, and when it comes to tequila, I didn't know that there were like different uh, gradations. So to know that there's uh, blanco. Reposado and Añejo, these were words that I had learned before, but it wasn't until I actually got into the culture and talked to the people when I realized that it's basically just um, when you have like, like I would liken it to wine. You got your white wine, you got your blush wine, and then you got your red and everything in between. But with uh, tequila, it's just those three types. It's either Blanco, uh, Reposado, Añejo. Añejo was my favorite. You got mezcal. You know, we didn't really do a deep dive into mezcal. I love mezcal. One of those. I was in Añejo, your favorite in terms of what we tested. Because I like uh, whiskey. And Añejo, I guess, would be the whiskey of tequila. So It I was. And, I, and I, I think that that was one of my favorite parts of the festival, too, is the first booth we got to. We learned mm-hmm. so much. And, I mean, I think that, you know, you're passionate about writing, man. That's, that's your craft. And it was just good to learn. Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's always new things to learn about bartending and about, I know you like coming up with different things to mix drinks with and True. new variations and just at 36 years old, learning that you can make an old fashioned with tequila was that's interesting. Cool. And that's I mean, cool. honestly, that's crazy because I wonder if like tequila as a liquor 
could come to dominate even more mm-hmm. if you because you can't make you can't use bourbon and whiskey mm-hmm. to make a lot of teque- to make a margarita and tequila based drinks or most people don't traditionally do that that's true but it's crazy that tequila can make its own drinks mm-hmm. and then you can use tequila to make the same drinks made with whiskey which to me means I mean people could technically start buying more añejo tequila but to make old fashions with you have to take into consideration that tequila is an OG in the entire game. People will not drink tequila. They are scared of tequila because of the connotation that it's going to get you drunk. It's liquor. Liquor gets you drunk. Yeah. But because of, you know, people taking shots and you know, you see people like Cinco de Mayo, you see all the all the other people going buck wild and crazy like let's take shots oh my god tequila so it gets like a bad rap yeah however tequila is one of the better spirits out of all of them it doesn't have the um the stuffiness of gin because only people that drink gin are like rich white people (laughs) it doesn't have the um the commonality of vodka because everybody drinks vodka or they stay away from it tequila is its own thing and there's like a whole culture around tequila that we were not privy to until we started this. Yeah, and I think that it's interesting because a lot of people just have the uh, flashbacks of undergraduate and the tequila that we were drinking in, even though <laughs> high school. Yeah, and then it just it wasn't good. It wasn't good, and there was a lot of bad experiences. Yes, and I think that also might be the same reason, like not just going from tequila to gin, but I've heard people that have bad experiences with gin because I feel like they remember when they were 21 mm-hmm. and it was bad so they didn't mm-hmm. have it again oh, yeah. but I think that was good so let me ask you just overall with the culture of tequila because I can't even say I'm in the tequila culture yet I'm new to mm-hmm. it I'm a rookie I'm in year one of school yeah. I have three more years Yeah. <laughs> and so what did you what most impressed you about the culture just the people who know more than you and interacting with them there the fact that Everybody had so much information and knew about the history because, I mean, I've told you this before. When I was younger, I had the opportunity to travel the world for a year, and it was all based off of a, um, a vodka brand. And the only thing I really learned about vodka is that it tastes delicious. It's very easy to mix, and it comes from, I believe, potatoes or something like that, and Polish vodka is the best. That's what I learned. There are no different types of um, vodka. There's only, like, vodka. Then there's citrus vodka. Then there's, like, whipped cream vodka. You know what I'm saying? They, like, take the original formula and they add flavor to it. Blanco, Reposado, and Añejo all have their own distinct flavor. And that's because tequila has been crafted in different ways for many years. So what I enjoyed was the fact that there is a history and there is something a little bit more with depth with tequila. Yeah. Which I guess I would like into like whiskey. Cause you know, you get that same thing with whiskey. You get some smoky whiskeys, you get some sweet whiskeys, you get some whiskeys that just don't taste good at all. But because of their name and price point, they get all the shine. So I think that um I'm learning more about tequila and I'm really enjoying it. There is one tequila though that I don't enjoy, and you're drinking it. Man, we ain't even we gonna ain't say gonna the name. name. We, we ain't not gonna, gonna name, name it. it. We mm-hmm. just, you know, it's a tequila that you know <laughs> you can use to make drinks, 
And it's uh, it is what it is. I agree, Ben. It's you can use it to make drinks. You can use it if a, you wanna. If you want to, it's interesting. I'm gonna just say it at least. It's interesting. Yes. So it is. We're gonna hit the streets. We're gonna let these people know who are our fans who support us. We're gonna break it down real quick. The three types of tequila. Mm-hmm. We got an Yeho. Mm-hmm. Age to mature. I like think Añejo is his favorite because that's the one he goes to. Like, it there's is. something about Añejo that he just fell in love with on Saturday because nah, he will not she, stop talking about it. Once she said, he don't fashion, say Blanco. I know. He don't say Reposado. He goes straight to Añejo. It's like, yeah, yeah the tequilas. Añejo. It's the others. best. Because listen, she's a she was a good salesperson. Añejo was. I mean, I was. Uh, we walked in there not knowing what was going to happen, and then once she said old fashioned tequila, I was yeah. I was hooked. Oh yeah. So it's oh, yeah. one to three years aged minimum, and then it obviously has a smoky flavor, a taste so similar good. to cognac and bourbon. Oh my god, it's so good. Minimum one to three years. So then the silver, blanco and white tequila, which is common, we know. It's bottled right after it's made. Mm-hmm. I learned that, and they explained that to us, and we were just learning. It is going to be your mid-grade, lower-grade tequila. Mm-hmm. The minute that it, it the last drop goes out the machine, mm-hmm. it's in a bottle. And you will and drink it. And it's headed to a... Um, a college bar near you in America. Oh, don't tell that so, lie. It's headed to my, a bar. It's headed to a bar, all bars. But Think yeah, it's like, like it's like Patron. Casamigos. I only see oh, yeah, right. Casamigos Blanco when I go out. People love Casamigos. So it doesn't matter how mature it is, it all matters on how much brand. you love the taste. And I think I think I don't know really know about Casamigos, like in terms of like how it blew up, but I, what I'm thinking is mm-hmm. It 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 it, it, was, it wasn't like traditional marketing, you know them spending no. them spending twenty to thirty million dollars on a TV ad campaign and just blasting being everywhere. They had a, it was they a were big name. I feel like I feel like they may have potentially paid a bunch of influencers, a bunch of people who may be within the industry, a bunch of people who may be celebrities, you a bunch of people who may have followings. Right? Yeah, Clooney, well, Clooney he sold it. He doesn't. He, I mean, at so the time the, he didn't need. All that other stuff because just his name alone and who he is. Hey, I've got a tequila. Okay. Yeah, Let's and, get when, it. and when I when I say influences, I mean Moneybag Yo, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, Fifty Cent, um, Demar Derozan, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan. I'm just saying anybody would. The thing is, they might have paid. They might have invested in that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that's it. Could be it. Have it been it? Because mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing. A Casamigos ad. I still haven't seen no damn ad. I haven't heard a radio ad. Haven't seen an IG ad, a Twitter ad, a TikTok ad. Mm-hmm. None of that. But I have seen many people who are popular in American culture well, reference Casamigos. I've seen their very first ad, and it was very effective. It's George Clooney. They don't need no ads. They got George Clooney. Like this mother, Like just understand. This man is an actor, famous, mm-hmm. so he knows how to put an ad together. And I think, I don't even fucking, I really don't know what happened, man. I really just don't. don't I feel like it was just an, like he was like Rihanna, Jay-Z, Chris Paul, LeBron, mm-hmm. look. We're going to pay y'all. We're going to pay y'all. We're going to pay y'all. But just, you dropping, you need to drop Casamigos in the, in the occasional Instagram post. When y'all out at the club, mm-hmm. you drinking Casamigos. And that's 
Oh, and that's, that's it? Pre- and that's pretty much it. Oh, that was fun. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not done yet. But the oh. thing is, they said they got paid. I know he spent some money on ads. I, he, he spent some money. So they the are inf- the influencer. Ads. The thing is, they influencers get paid. LeBron's an influencer. He'll, listen, if you pay him enough, he'll post something. And so the thing is, he was probably paid, and I mm-hmm. don't have any issue with that. I just am trying. There's no other way mm-hmm. that people could have just started always wanting it at the bar. I would like nowhere. To, I would like to interject real fast and just bring up two points. The first point is that I was watching an episode of one of the housewives a while ago, and one of the ladies on there. Every time she went to the bar, she said, "Let me get a Casamigos margarita. Let me get a Casamigos margarita." That's advertising. Just because there's a new term for something that's old from back in the day doesn't mean it's not the same thing that it was before. All influences are are walking billboards. They're not special. They're not anything that we can't do. It's just they bring the name to it, but it's still advertising. George Clooney didn't need to put any advertisers out there because he had Rihanna. He had all these other people that have all of this influence, a.k.a. marketing power, a.k.a. advertising. It's a different game, though. It's a different game, though. And if you can pay them, it, and or, he can, or, or you and can, he can, or whatever, or the company can, yeah, or whatever you're targeting, mm-hmm. doesn't mean George Clooney. It can mean anybody, right? That's true. If you know enough people with two, seven, twelve, oh, yeah. fifteen thousand followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. obviously these people are people who whatever that they're passionate about, enough people are following it. So I mean, I think it's sh- I think just shifted though because. You know, I have a fa- heavy Facebook advertising background, but it, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think it's good that it's shifted a little bit from the fact that if you have a brand, Ben, mm-hmm. you can, instead of spending $500 on Facebook, you could spend $500 getting influencers to post a certain number of times and putting the link to your product that you're selling mm-hmm. for a certain number of months. And it still give you the same return on investment, mm. maybe better. And that's safer for you because you're not having to depend on Facebook. Let's say you get out of, let's say that you violate something for Facebook. They shut your account down mm. and you're spending fifteen, twenty thousand a month on Facebook ads. Well, your business is going to suffer. Mm. But if you work with influencers, you don't have to deal with Facebook because they're posting. That's true. So I think it also comes down to the fact that I hate to say it, Facebook has a lot of brands by the balls. They do. Or if you don't have them, buy, you know, buy whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> if you don't it's have bad. balls, <laughs> if you don't, it's you know what I'm saying, men, women, whatever. They have they have huge leverage over you, and mm-hmm. you don't want to invest all your money in the Facebook advertising because if they shut you down, if your page goes down, you're you're not finished, but if you if you're not marketing on any other channels, you're through. Mm. It's going to, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer. So it's better to be able to do like George Clooney did. He was smart because I promise you. And I'm not even saying that they're not spending any money. I'm not saying Casamigos isn't spending any money on Facebook ads. Mm. They might be a little bit limited because when you're selling liquor, tobacco, anything like that, is yeah. you have more restrictions on how how you can uh, market. Yeah. But you know he's definitely going to the influencers. He's paying the influencers directly because he can. Yeah, because and the thing is, he he had to be that has to be the only way, in my opinion, that Casamigos has got to the 
at the point that they have. It makes sense. It's he's not spending money on TV ads. No, he doesn't have to. It's everybody that's like your parents' age and my parents' age are like they're watching TV, but there is a limit. Do you have cable? Do I have cable? Hell no. I don't have cable. Yeah, it's like the more people aren't watching cable, and that's the whole thing. So like these companies spending money on cable ads and TV, whatever. Mm. But there's people who are still doing advertising in other ways mm-hmm. that are getting their product talked about, like Casamigos. That's and the only way. That's exactly what we need to do, too. Right? Yep. So um, I think we learned a lot. And I think what I'll say is let's let's end it with Reposado. So Reposado is meaning rested in Spanish. That's aged two months to a year. Mm. So a little better than the silver. They have to age it. A little bit, but you can't shit on the silver though. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm did. not. You said it's a little no, better. I know. Than the I know. And so the thing is, I respect that they aged a little bit, but you know, I'm sure they're like, all right, at two months, like, okay, let's get this in the bottle. <laughs> we got to get this product moving. So I see that that's how they do it now. Um, they said it's gold because the barrels that it's aged in make it gold. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit about Reposado. So that's, I mean, those are the three differences. I'll respect everybody at the um, at the festival because they educated both of us. They did. So I would say, Ben, give the, give the audience your last few words because I think that they need to understand the biggest takeaway you had from the festival. So just tell the audience and maybe just encourage them in terms of why they should go to a festival. Um, well, I will say go to the festival if you enjoy tequila. If you don't like tequila or if you just stick to one and don't want to learn more, then you're just going to be wasting your money because you're going to end up drunk, sloppy drunk, and it ain't going, it's not going to be worth it. But if you have a, a a love for it, then I would invest anybody to, you know, take the trip, take a couple friends, go by yourself, like just do something different. You're going to meet some really cool people and you're going to enjoy yourself. I agree, Ben. And and, and 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 the biggest thing that Ben said that I agree with as well is go by yourself. Because I'm not saying you should go by yourself. I'm saying if you know how friends are, everybody's busy these days, you go because you're going to meet good people. True. Every time me, me and Ben go True. out on business at Southwest Syrup, you know, to talk to meet people in this industry, we meet good people. Ben would have met the same people, and I would have met the same people that we always meet, whether we went together or we would have, it would have just been one of us. And so don't be afraid to go out. And just the era of the pandemic, some of our friends still want to just sit home, and we got to respect that. That's true. Some friends are vaccinated, non-vaccinated, whatever. It's not my business. But some people are going out a little more now because the the pandemic is – let us hope getting somewhat under control, but um, some people aren't. So sometimes you go out to go by yourself, but we will tell you that the people at these festivals respect the culture of tequila. And it's not really about getting drunk. It's really about understanding the passion that they put behind this. That's true. The one lady that I will say, Ben, let me end it with this. You know, I skipped her table, and you know that was the second table. We went from the first to the, t- to the third table, if you remember. Why did we skip her? Because she was, um, she wasn't excited about being there. 
She really wasn't. No, nah, we was really like two shots up, and then she wasn't excited, so we got two more shots the next table. So had we went to her table, it might have not been good for us. But she wasn't excited about being there. She didn't look like she was having a good time. You already ended it? No, no, no. I did that because she wasn't excited, so that was a oh. sad <laughs> comment. Because she was looking like, I was like, are they paying you? Did are you having to work for free? Do I need to like? Do we need to file a complaint with this company mm. because you're not happy right now? And I'm not happy that you're not happy. Well, she was a rep though. Most of them she was, was a rep, but and I don't think she them, was into it. I don't think she was into the, it. The, well, the rest of them. I mean, the, the first lady who she was sold into us, it. She didn't work for the. She worked for a, um, a third party company. Yeah, but so you know, I don't know what. Her deal was, but you know, listen, everybody else was pretty passionate, and um, even Lunazul. Ben, just give give the people five seconds of your thoughts on Lunazul, because Lunazul is just. Lunazul needs to cut us a check. They we do. We love you. We do. You are one of the, the better tequilas. And I will tell you this, when I worked at a bar last summer, we had one bottle, and it wasn't supposed to come out, and I got into trouble for ringing it out because nobody told me that. They drank that one bottle in like the first hour. There was none left. I mean, it's crazy, man. And I'm going to say this about Luna Zool, and we out, Ben. Luna Zool is like, if it was a basketball team, it would be the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know why, but... If it was one player, it'd be Ja Morant. And the thing is, Ja Morant, Ja Morant is a star. But at the same time, it's like we're in Atlanta, so I we don't watch the Grizzlies every night. But this dude is bringing it. Ja Morant has the passion. He's gonna be in the league for a while. He can bounce back from his injuries. He just over and above. But the thing is, he's in Memphis, which is a smaller market city, still bringing it. Mm. Lunazul may never make the money that Casamigos has, may never have the amount of money to even market. Mm -hmm. But we know Lunazul is the truth. Mm -hmm. Lunazul is way better than Jose Cuervo, which which probably makes a lot more money than Lunazul. But the point is, bigger doesn't always mean better. Bigger brand and name recognition doesn't always necessarily mean better. That's true. And so Lunazul Tequila, we want to be paid at some point. We're not demanding it, but we would not say we have preferences. We like a lot of tequila. We want the money. But the thing is, Lunazul is a tequila that makes a good margarita, that mixes good with Southwest syrup. And again, they punch above their weight, I would say. Um just by not being something that potentially LeBron James might be drinking. True. But LeBron James might be drinking it. Maybe Lunazul can't afford to pay him, but he might drink it on low. So that's the thing. He probably drink a lot of stuff. <laughs> don't know about. But yeah, so this is episode two. We wanted to let y'all know about our experiences at the Guaki Margie's tequila festival and we want to encourage y'all to go to a festival in your city just make sure it's happening on the day that they say it's happening i know that's all i got to say i know ben's gonna get his refund though he will i'll get his refund and his money Mm -hmm. that's right all right y'all we out and uh we look forward to coming back to y'all on episode three all right
thank you so much for listening to the tequila vibe now take a shot follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio